This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News, today's talk, 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and welcome to The Parenting Show. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And congratulations, parents. We have made it through our first week of school. And with the first week of school means back to routine, setting new goals. I always say that September is like the unofficial new year. Sometimes I feel like it should be the official new year, you know? Um, But it is. It's back to school. It's back to routine. It's like buckling down after a summer of like, you know, just all the rules going out the window. And sometimes us parents struggle, like just you know, getting, getting our, our footing again, you know? And so I was like, you know who we need? We need Miss Corby Sue, because if you parents are anything like me, when it comes to meal prepping and thinking lunches, dinners, oh my gosh, pick up, drop off from school, extracurricular activities. You know, the last thing that I want to think about is what are we having for dinner? And what am I doing for lunch? And all of that stuff. So yes, so Corby Sue from HelloFresh is joining us. Corby, how are you? Pina, I am so happy to be here with you. I agree. This is the new year. And in some cultures, right? September actually is the new year. Um, yes. Listen, I love this idea that routine is back. And let's be honest, in the summer, I was definitely enjoying myself. But I was still cooking a lot. I don't know about you, whether I was entertaining, barbecuing, going out, taking plates here, there and everywhere. So really, it's nothing new. But let's figure out how do we maybe have a fresh mindset, pardon the pun, to prepping for school, work, the, the routine of what we do 10 months a year. How do we do this? Right. Like, honestly, I am, but I'm lost right now because you said you were cooking throughout the summer. I do my chic mama Ontario summer travel. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And so that means that I am road tripping across the province (laughs) and having a great time. Let me tell you. Yeah, let me tell you, girlfriend, I was liking a lot of what you, I was like, what am I doing standing over this barbecue? This woman is here, there and everywhere. I'm just, and it's still going on because I just got back from beautiful Long Beach Resort in Waynefleet, Ontario, you know, but the thing is, is that a lot of the times when I am traveling, I'm not cooking. So it was like, I had a bit of a break this summer. So I, it's like, I've been thrown to the wolves. Yes. I'm in shock. It's like, ah. I need to cook again. I need to think. I need to go to the grocery store and plan properly. And it's overwhelming, Corby Sue. It is. Okay, so number one, I don't need to tell you this. Whether you use a meal kit or not, and I know HelloFresh is definitely a welcome addition in your home. It is. I think the the concept concept of what I do for a living, yeah, I'm a cook, I'm a chef. Um, However... I'm just as overwhelmed as everyone else. The key message I want to say to you here is plan. Just plan. And how do you plan? Have a conversation. Have a conversation with your kids. What did we eat this summer that you loved? What's one new food that you discovered this summer? Okay? Because I promise you there'll be something that they've discovered. And that's something you can lean into. The shopping and the prepping. 
all right, my work allows me to half my life is HelloFresh. And then of course, I'm also out there shopping. I want to see what's in season, what's on trend. And Pina, I found corn for 10 cents an ear. I'm not joking. So I literally bought a dozen. I brought them home, shuck them, clean them. So half of them I've processed, meaning I've just cut them into quarters, put them in the freezer. I've taken a couple, I've cut them down. So I've just got the corn kernels. And then a couple I actually cooked and I've pickled. So I've got, you know, them in a vinegar. Yeah. In a little bit of vinegar, sugar, water, a little bit of chili and some garlic. And that'll just be like a great thing to sprinkle on my daughter's salad. My daughter, first year of university, she's still only 17. So we're still packing lunches. Yeah. And, you know, that's me also wanting to use what's in abundance. Green beans, wax beans, they're all so affordable and readily available here in Ontario. So again, I've gone and bought a bunch of that. And when I say process, like my freezer is my friend this time of year. I mean, thankfully, you know, listen, I can go out anytime and buy food, but this is me really wanting to buy what's in season, think about waste, think about cost, you know, and I don't want to be a Debbie Downer and talk about just the cost of living, but why wouldn't I take advantage of where I live and what's in abundance, right? So that's what I'm doing. But absolutely. And like, I know we're talking about back to school and getting back Mm. into the swing of things and routine and, you know, those meals that we're sitting down for again. Um, But I'm really happy that you did bring up cost and waste Mm -hmm. because those are two major things that we really need to think about when it comes to um, our food. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it is getting extremely costly. Like I'm sure everyone has seen their grocery bill just go through the roof. Mm -hmm. And then also, you know, we want to be like, more aware of where our food is coming from yep, and the carbon footprint and what waste is like, because I'm going to throw something at you. Let's see how quick Corby Sue is everyone. <laughs> how much do us Canadians waste? What is our food waste like annually here? Yeah. Unfortunately it's increased. So it's just over a thousand pounds per household. That is insane. Yeah. Thousand, a thousand pounds. pounds per household annually. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. So this is like, you know, for me, these are things that I look at. These are things that I think about. It's not mm-hmm. only what are we going to eat tonight? How mm-hmm. are we going to plan our dinners for the week or lunches, yeah. whatever it's taking all of this stuff into consideration, including our busy, hectic, crazy schedules. 100%. And so, you know, when you talk about food waste, so there's, that's the the horrible number. And I'm sure we'll be talking about food waste over the next few months. It tends to be a a topic we talk about um, Mm -hmm. this time of year. And I, I'm interested to see what the numbers are. So with, with a meal kit like HelloFresh, we're able to cut down as a whole, as an industry, 30% of food waste. So that's amazing. Right. So already you're doing something. And then when you talk about, oh my gosh, what am I going to cook for dinner? So here's the thing. And I don't think this is groundbreaking what I'm going to say, but when you're making dinner, especially as your little ones get bigger, their appetites grow, right? So dinner, you need to start thinking about dinner as how is dinner turning into lunch? 
So it's something that we also have recognized that customers want from us. So maybe you want more, you've ordered a chicken recipe and you want more chicken, or maybe it's a chicken thigh and you want it to be chicken breast. So we talk about being customizable. And so that's the thing. If you, whether, again, whether you're using milk kit or you're grocery shopping, if something is on sale, buy it in bulk. And when you're cooking, double it, right? Like if you're already there making the effort, double it and then pack it up the next day. Kids don't need to go to school with just packaged foods. They can also go to school with like a nice warm lunch, you know, just as an example, whether it's like a, a pork enchilada, which, you know, we know kids love families love, Mm -hmm. you know, with a little bit of the crema, add a bit of avocado for the parents. Maybe the kids don't want the avocado and the crema just, you know, let's think about how we turn dinner into lunch and for kids, let's just really think about how do we continue that food conversation with them, not just for the one hour we're trying to get them to sit at the dining room table, right? Like that's our responsibility as parents. And I really don't mean I'm not preaching at all. I'm just saying school lunches are another opportunity for a parent to really impart that that appreciation for good food. For great Absolutely. Food. And I'm glad you're saying that because I know parents that it's so easy to go to the grocery store and get something that's prepackaged. And there you go. But if you plan ahead, like, like you're saying, Corby Sue, yeah. and you're making a little extra at dinner, then mm-hmm. you have that the next day. And I actually like, those are the kind of lunches that, you know, you mentioned the, the, you know, a pork enchilada or something like that. Um, I love to send my kids to school, stuff like that. You heat it up in the morning you can yep. put it in a thermos so it yep. stays warm i have like the little ice packs in their coolers so like yep. sour cream or like yep. different toppings are cool and the kids love it yeah and it changes things up for them too right because we know that how how quickly our kids get bored 100 100 percent. a bagel again yeah <laughs> actually i've got thoughts um, where we can talk about what do we do with fussy eaters? You know what? Okay. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back because <laughs> I know all your parents are like, did she just say fussy eaters? She did. And she's <laughs> going to help us out. And by she, I'm referring to Corby Sue. So don't go anywhere. Cause we'll be back with more right here on the parenting show on 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back. This is The Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto, and I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. Guys, we have Corby Sue joining us, Director of Culinary over at HelloFresh, fellow mama. She's like my, my... I always call you the the goddess, my guru when it comes to like the kitchen and cooking. Um, she's absolutely amazing. I I am Corby Sue. I think I'm your number one fan. Oh bless you. Well, right back. Number one fan. Right back. You you float my boat. (laughs) (laughs) But we're talking about food. We're talking about back to school. Our busy schedules as parents. And the last thing, it's like, it's. This time of year hits us like, and it comes out of nowhere. It's like, yeah, we run into like this brick wall and we're like, what just happened? And we got to get back to routine. Yeah. Kids are at school. Then we're picking them up and then we're dropping them off to their sports or, you know, dance or any extracurricular activities. And it's just like, 
oh my God, dinner, what do we do? Um, you know, how do I like just get everything going and get it done in time? And it's, it is all about planning. And, and that's why we have you on tonight to help us out, give us ideas, um, because it can also bring on a lot of stress, right? It can, it can. And look, here's the thing. I, I, I'd love to say to everyone, oh, it's going to get easier, <laughs> but Come on, as I laugh. lie to you, it, it has its challenges. I promise you, though, with having older kids, it's worth it's worth it. Um, OK, so if we want to talk about something that's quick and easy, and this is another way to really engage your children in lunch. So I do these, you know, they're like a protein bite, I guess. Um, and they're little cheesy, eggy muffins that you can just, you know, grab a cupcake or a muffin tin. Um, Love those. You know, depending on the age of who you're working with here, one can beat the eggs. The other one can use craft scissors to, you know, maybe cut up some bell pepper, um, maybe, you know, hand shred some spinach. Yes, I did say spinach, which is a green item. We can talk about fussy eaters in a moment. Um and, you know, saute those up, put them in the muffin tin, like get your kids involved. They can put in what they want. Maybe someone does want spinach, maybe someone doesn't. And then pour in that egg mixture, get them to sprinkle on the cheese. And now they feel a sense of ownership. Throw that in the oven, yeah. you know, 14, 16 minutes later, you know, at um, 375, you've got these great um, protein packed, delicious lunch, you know, option okay I love that because that I find that it's good for the whole family it's the not just for exactly kids. and when you get so there's a few things I like about this okay so number one it's good for the whole family and it yeah. could be for quick breakfast options yep. as well as lunch true and depending you know what I mean sometimes at night when I'm just like I really not that hungry but I want to get some protein in yeah. Then it could be it could be a different option too. Yeah. The fact that you said you're going to get the kids involved, and we mentioned before the break, picky eaters. Mm -hmm. I find that the kids are less picky when they are involved in making hundred because they get so excited and they're like, exactly. "Well, oh, I made this, and I want to eat what I made." Yep. So if you got the picky eaters, I love this trick, and um, and yeah, it's something so easy to freeze, and then get them to be part of packing the lunch themselves. And then, yes. okay, so here's the thing. I know we've already gone back to school and you've probably done all your buying, but, and I recognize we are an audio format here, but picture this. <laughs> it's theater of the mind, everyone. Yeah, picture this, everyone. Um, ice packs are no longer just those sort of regular blue ice packs. You yeah. can buy ice packs, right? That are in the shapes of unicorns, pineapples, rockets, I, I mean, the list is endless. And even just that, what you're doing is, dare I say it, you're encouraging your child to open up their lunchbox with some enthusiasm because they remember, oh, I've got the um, rocket ship uh, yes. ice pack today. I can't wait to show my friend. <laughs> you know, that I, do you know what I'm saying? So I know this needs to sound almost like cheap Cute. tricks, but like whatever is going to work today to get your kids really involved. Because the thing you don't want is your kid coming home and they never opened up their lunchbox. 
Okay. So spicy eaters, look, here's the question that I've been asked many times. People make the assumption, I'm a chef. Oh, your kids mustn't be fussy. That's not true at all. So my daughter went through, a, you know, easily a year where she wouldn't eat anything that was green. And I was embarrassed. I'm like, oh my God, your mother's a chef. How can we have this? So <laughs> she would have, you know, this plain wrap with plain cream cheese. And I was like, oh my goodness, I'm sure she's not getting, you know, everything she needs. So these are actually called food jags. They're actually, uh, uh, they're a psychological situation that happens. They've been identified. It's called a food jag. Google it. You're not okay. alone, parents. I know you're not alone. <laughs> I know that you know you're not alone, but I'm just here to say to you that, you know, the short answer is, yeah, it's okay to let your, your kid sort of dictate, okay, I'm not eating that. I would say this is just personal opinion. Up to the age of eight, I still think you're the boss of what's happening. After the I age agree. of eight, your, your child does start to really, you know, and these food jags that your kids are going through, the four-year-old, like this is really in line with their own developmental stage as well. So yeah. it's not a reflection of you as a parent. And it's not even, it's not a negative reflection on them. If you want to start to get them out of that food jag, because if that goes unchecked, it's not ideal. You're not setting them up for future success. So with Cara, um, with that cream cheese, it's a texture thing as well. It's not just flavor, it's texture. So I was able to convince her that um, there was a smoked salmon cream cheese that I would make with a little bit of lemon. Ooh. And she decided she liked that. And so I was able to add that in. So I swapped out one texture for a similar texture, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then I was able to add some arugula, believe it or not, there was the green because she loved Ooh. cracked pepper. But I'm like, hey, you know, this arugula tastes like cracked pepper. And she tasted it. She's like, oh, it does. So it takes patience. I would encourage parents not to relent to a child saying I'm not eating this for the next 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not a doctor. I'm a, I'm a mom like everyone else. I'm a parent. I get it. But don't beat yourself up. Um, it's really normal. Um, but there are ways to look at like for like, you know, if, yeah. So, so that's my two and cents. It's, on this it's, subject. it's baby steps, you know, and I yeah. find that, okay. Like for me, a little trick that I would use is, and you said that you said this earlier on in the show is talk to your kids. So by talking to them and opening up those lines of communication, and I always talk about communication on the show and how important it is, um, asking them, what do you like? What do you want? Love that. Um, a lot of the times it's like right in our face. It's so simple. It's so easy. But we just as parents, we forget to do it. It's no one's fault. Mm -hmm. We forget to ask them. Yeah. And then it's like, well, why didn't you eat this? But I don't like it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I wanted this. So ask them. They'll tell you what they want. And the likelihood of them eating it is much higher. So there Absolutely. we go. Absolutely. And we've got more about back to school and food and, you know, kids' lunches and and all of that. So don't and go how do we get through? <laughs> <laughs> yes, because this is the Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. It is Sunday night and you are tuned into the Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo, ChicMama.ca. 
And with me, I've got Miss Corby Sue, Director of Culinary over at HelloFresh, fellow mama, and the goddess of like the kitchen. Like you need like a crown and a cape, and you actually look like a um, like a Greek goddess. I have to say. Oh, Corby oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> Do you have? You, you need some men over there fanning you down and feeding you grapes. That's oh, are they not in shot? Wait. He's <laughs> <laughs> just peeling a grape right now. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes. Hold on. Talking about food, talking about, you know, you said grapes. I'm thinking snacks for school because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about back to school, the routine and, and packing lunches and dinners and, and all of that stuff. What I, I've got this, this this burning question for you, Corby Sue, that I'm sure all the parents are, are wanting uh, the answer to as well. But what makes for a good lunch? Yeah. Is it like, okay, here you go. Like it's a grilled cheese. See you later. A bagel. Is it, you know, we spoke about like a delicious like pork enchilada. You know what I mean? Is yeah. it something like that? What makes, what elements go into a good lunch and yeah. snacks? It's a good question. And listen, anyone listening would probably say, well, it, it's personal and, and that's fair, but I, I do have a guideline I want to share and it's four elements. You've got to okay. have a starch. It's really yeah. important. You know, carbohydrates are uh, fuel bread again, not a doctor, <laughs> but we, we children especially really need them for the energy. You do need some form of protein. So whether it's dairy, whether it's a, um, you know, some cooked chicken breast or eggs um, or deli meats, you know, you need some protein in there mm -hmm. and then fruits and vegetables. So one of the things you'll hear um, people say is eat the rainbow. I think there's something really inviting about uh, whether it's a bento box or little compartments like a thermos and some other things, you know, eat the rainbow. So just as an example, um, eggs, hard boiled eggs really got both my kids through school and, and in fact, it, into adulthood. Not that they're adults yet, but hello, I eat them. So on a Sunday <laughs> night, I boil a dozen eggs and I put them in the fridge. And so there's always hard boiled eggs. Amazing. On, That's on like a, a great okay. even go-to snack. Like It is, right? It makes, yeah. Exactly. So instead of reaching for that chocolate sea salt brownie that my daughter made the night before I'm going for the hard boiled egg. I mean, I'm still <laughs> going for the brownie. So, so protein really important. Um, obviously most schools nuts are, are not really an option. There's other forms of protein that can come in the shape of um, beans and legumes, right? So it could be chickpeas that you, a little bit of olive oil, a little bit of um, chili flakes, or if your kids don't like chili, a little bit of cumin, a little bit of lemon juice. That's a, a delightful snack to have um, yeah. carrots and celery sticks now i know that baby cut carrots are all the rage baby cut carrots are basically big old carrots that have lost their flavor that are cut down that's what baby yeah, carrots you know, are just discovered that a few years ago yeah i did and, not realize that they yeah and, and and by the way there's no judgment like if that's what you want to go to go for it but there's another thing you could do you could just get a couple of big old mason jars, fill them with a little bit of water, make sure they're clean. And celery is actually such a great crunchy alternative. And you could mm -hmm. send it with some like cream cheese. Yeah, I love it like that. Yeah, right. I mean, if you're at home, you can have it with peanut butter. So um, on a Sunday night, so I've boiled a dozen eggs. Um, I've opened up two tins of chickpeas and I've marinated them. Um, now I've cut half a celery, 
um, stalk. I've made sticks and, and I've peeled like three carrots and I've made sticks and I've put them in the mason jar. I've already taken care of like the, the amazing. right. And that took me, I'm not joking. It takes me 20 minutes, not even. Okay? Yeah. Okay. That's what I was going to say. Even prep for something like this, like what yeah. is it? Boiling, like hard boiled eggs, boiling eggs. Like you're literally just taking peas. eggs, putting them in That's a it. pot of water That's and it. it's done. Yeah. And I've washed some celery and carrots and I've put them in a jar. And the chickpeas, like I'm telling you, it'll be your best friend. Okay. So those are really simple things. Make sure you have things like grapes, um, oranges, uh, mandarins. Right now it's, you know, we're at the end of peach season. So there's lots of Ontario peaches in my, uh, on on my kitchen counter. Um, What's the other thing I wanted to share with you? You know, things like cherry tomatoes. Now, here's the other thing I want to say to parents. We do tend to like cut all the fruit for them. And that makes sense for the bento box. If you've got older kids that are teenagers, can you stop cutting their veg- their fruits, please? Thank can you. you just, like stop. Because you actually, they actually need to know how to chew. And by the way, it helps them identify what an actual fruit or vegetable is. If I'm being honest with you, if you keep cutting it, they don't understand what it is. Like, Isn't that sad? Yeah. I, I know it sounds it's almost a real thing. It's a real thing. And I'm glad you exactly. said it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then of course, you know, there's dried fruits. I mean, hello, there's lots of amazing dried fruits. D De- get yourself a dehydrator if you're that way inclined. Um, I've got a friend who I don't have my dehydrator broke. So I'm literally taking these peaches to my friend. She's going to dehydrate a bunch of peaches for me. So, you know, it, it's also could be like a community thing or a family thing. Yeah. Kids could be in the backyard and you're standing there dehydrating peaches and then you get in the backyard. I mean, I, I'm not picturing, um, you know, it's, I'm not painting a, wow, that's an exciting Sunday, but I'm just trying to say that <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to say that food doesn't need to be the burden that it does feel like sometimes it, it can be no. joyful. It can be communal. And it doesn't need to be hard and it shouldn't be hard. Really, it shouldn't be. And like you said, I know, like, I am not a great planner. I do like some order in my life, you know, and I do like, you know, a little bit of planning, but I'm not like a crazy, crazy planner. But like you said, if you just plan a little bit, it helps like Sunday night, just preparing some stuff that can take us through the week, just even for snacks. That's that's what I'm saying. That alone is yep. going to save you time in the morning, those crazy mornings. Like I'm already yep. thinking, okay, it's Sunday night right now. So what can I do that Corby Sue just mentioned yeah. to get things ready? Go put the for, eggs on. Yeah. For that can take me throughout the week. Yep. You had, you had briefly touched upon cherry tomatoes and, you know, I was giggling in the background because I've got so many of them in my garden right now. Mm. And I'm like, kids, these are amazing snacks. So usually like um, I send them with like a lot of fruit, but right now, cause you said we're in abundance right now here in Ontario, the garden, we've got, you know, cucumbers and we've got mm. cherry tomatoes. So I've been like, this is fresh from the garden. Wow. And this is like, these are, you know, the been the main go-to snack so far in the past week, you know, the cucumbers and the cherry Absolutely. tomatoes. Absolutely. But it is, it just takes a little bit of time to think and plan um and it can go a real long way pina this is not for me to tell you gorgeous woman with your heritage (laughs) what to do with tomatoes but i do want to share a a a trick that 
uh, Anana taught me many years ago. Tell me. And it was about what, I mean, of course, I understand there's like canning season and it's like, it can be a real family event. It usually is a family event. Oh yeah. But, you know, I'm thinking about those cherry tomatoes and that may not be enough, right? For like the whole family's coming over to can the cherry tomatoes, right? Maybe not. So whatever you've got left over from your garden, from the tomato situation, throw them on a couple of baking trays, drizzle of olive oil, a good salt, even just a touch of balsamic. Um, take some, now you can use dried oregano, fresh oregano, you can use thyme with the stalks on and a couple of, you know, white or red onions, whatever your thing is, some garlic, put it in the oven, right? Blister those tomatoes. So I actually cook it at 425 and I do it for about 14 minutes on the top shelf. And you take that off and you, if you've got an immersion stick blender or food processor, can I tell you that is the best? Okay. It's the second best tomato sauce that your kids can have with a bit of pasta after school as a quick snack came from your garden. Okay. Okay. So you just made me think of something, but we got to take a quick break. So don't go anywhere, guys. I'm talking tomatoes here with an Italian, okay? And a exactly. chef. So <laughs> don't go anywhere. This is the Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. It is Sunday night and this is The Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. We're talking back to school food and planning and lunches and dinners with head of culinary over at HelloFresh, Miss Corby Sue, the goddess, the queen, the, I don't know, most amazing uh, mama. And like, honestly, like, yeah, you're like the queen of the kitchen. Let's just, let's just say what it is. Okay. That's exactly what it is. But we're talking about tomatoes and you're talking about making a tomato sauce with cherry tomatoes. Corby Sue, that is what I've been living off and I've been freezing it, but I've never thought to do it in the oven, like you said, to blister the little cherry tomatoes and then blend it all up. So I've been, you know, just doing some olive oil with some garlic and some onion and then just cutting them in halves, putting them in there, letting it simmer. And then I've been blending it up. And you are right. It like, no, I'm even as an Italian, I'm going to say it is the best tomato sauce you can have because it's so sweet. Yes, exactly. And honestly, your version, the OG version, that's why I was like, who am I to be telling you what I do with tomatoes? But I needed to, you know, qualify it by no, saying- No, I'm going to try the nonna. one you said. And, and this Nonna, and uh, so the, the, the reason she shared this with me is some some years the, the tomatoes are not as sweet as she wants them to be. But as you know, when you roast anything, you bring all the sugar to the top. And so, so good. I mean, if they're already sweet, it's going to be real sweet. So, you know, that's where that little bit of chili flakes comes in real handy. So it's such a. OK, yeah. so do and it. And you know ones. what? Yeah. It's also when I don't have cherry tomatoes, it's something that I will often buy at the store yep. and do throughout the year because I love that tomato sauce. And then sometimes I'll use that tomato sauce as the as a pizza sauce. Oh, yes, please. Because it's so sweet. Or if you do the tomatoes, like you said, in the oven, mm-hmm. 
Mm. How about you just take them out? You put yep. them on some nice crusty Italian bread. Yes. You put a little bit of goat cheese mm-hmm. or some sprinkles. Oh, please. Hello. Whatever cheese. Yes. With send goat the, cheese. Send yes. that to school mm. for lunch with the kids. Yep. <gasps> oh, yeah, absolutely. And and the juices that are left on that tray, because remember I said you've got the olive oil and a little bit of the balsamic and yes. Mother Nature's you know, natural tomato juice. Sweetness. Sister, it is a taste sensation. What time is dinner? Like I'll, I'll be in Yeah. <laughs> Love now, it. Now we're going to have to have a second dinner right now. But you know what? It's honestly like, it is overwhelming once we hit this time of year and back to school and like, what are we going to do and all that stuff? But you've given us so many ideas. And like, I don't know what, like to skip over the obvious here, I, I think it's the obvious. The fact that like HelloFresh is so amazing because when you're a busy parent, like we are, you yeah. know, Corby Sue. Yep. It is a godsend. It's a savior. You jump on HelloFresh.ca, you order your meals. I like to do it so I get like I get three for the week. Yeah. You know, and I make them with the kids. Yeah. So they're learning. They're getting like accustomed to being in the kitchen. And like, like I said, when they cook something, they get excited. Oh, I want to eat what I made. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we do that. And it takes not only is it saving me time because I don't have to go to the grocery store to buy everything. Mm -hmm. There's like zero waste because everything I need to make this recipe is coming to me portioned out properly. Isn't that a game changer? Yeah, yeah, it's not like I'm buying all this food and then it's like, oh, I didn't get to it. No, everything that came to me in a box with instructions, I'm using it all. We're making yep. this delicious meal and we're devouring it because it's, it's that amazing. Yeah. But it also takes like that guessing out of it. Like, what am I going to make tonight? So it's like, it saves you time, saves you money, zero saves waste. Saves planet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. It exactly. Like it's a no brainer. It has saved my life. Okay. I'm just saying that. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. I love, look, I love that. Look, we're just wanting to empower people to feed themselves well at home and then, you know, making cooking. uh, And I understand parents don't necessarily want their kids in the kitchen the entire time, but even just the opening of the box, uh, the, the looking at the recipes, the selection. Sorting things out. Yeah, exactly. Like what ingredient is it? Should we make this one tonight? So I, I mentioned to you before, I mean, that's the thing. We've really been listening to our customers. And one of the things we get is my kids are growing. They're hungry. I need more protein. So that's an option now that there are recipes. I love that. Double up the protein. Or if you say you don't want the pork mince and you want a chicken mince, yeah, you can, you know, recipes also. So really the customizable piece Um and we're working towards also veggie proteins because we recognize some people live a flexitarian life, want to eat more plant-based. So that'll be coming soon. But I think HelloFresh really provides um, a, a little bit of, I don't know, uh, calm for parents. And it doesn't Absolutely. mean that we're still not thinking about, okay, I've got to boil eggs. I've got to marinate these chickpeas. I'm cutting some celery sticks and carrot sticks. Like it all goes together, right? Do, yeah. do you boo <laughs> <I'm> guilty <laughs> yeah. about it but let's recognize the reality is when you have kids eating has to happen and it is our responsibility as parents to share the language of food and also for them to um enjoy it and i love what you said again talk to your kids right you know like i apple picking season is upon us here in ontario so if you can 
get out to the apple orchard with your kids, go pick apples. There's something quite sort of mindset shifting for a child who really understands apples don't just come in a box or in a grocery store. They, they started somewhere else. Right. So your kids growing up seeing cherry tomatoes and cucumbers in their backyard. It's a real privilege. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and going back to, to the meal kits for a second, another great thing that I love about HelloFresh and creating these delicious meals with my kids is that we get to try new things that let's get real. I would not be cooking on my own because I'm a very plain and simple, you yep. know, Italian background kind of mama. And it's like, you know, this is like, you know, the kind of stuff. You, I now cook, you're having right? shawarma. Now you're having, you know, um, Southwest inspired this, that, and the other. I know that's, right? that's and it's thing, amazing Peter. because the kids yeah. get to, to try new things. Exactly. I get to try new things. And I think it's really great for picky eaters too, because you're opening up the door on things you are, and uh, you'd really be surprised as to what happens there. Oh, it's so true. I love that you say that. We've got f- over 40 recipes you can choose from. The team that I work with, I mean, I get to look like I'm the smart one. I'm not. It's it's all of the incredible recipe developers and chefs. They come from really diverse backgrounds. They really reflect who Canada has become as a, as yeah. a society. And we really hope that that's reflected in the meals that you can choose. I, I, I love that um, you said it really opens the door. I mean, sometimes we want to just give you exactly what you're looking for. And then we also want to make space for the discussion. That's the thing. There's options. So you yeah. can pick what fits your family yeah. or your lifestyle. Yeah. Um, you know, what works for you. Absolutely. So I love that. And this customizable thing about, you know, uh, changing things here or there or doubling mm-hmm. um, protein. proteins. Yeah. Game parents. Absolutely. Because yeah. I love to cook bigger dinners mm-hmm. just for the fact that we have leftovers for lunch. Exactly. Exactly. So you're cooking, you're already in the kitchen, you know, you're already there. Yep. So you just save yourself some time. Why not? Right. So if we were to sum up, like, what are we trying to get across today, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so quick and easy can happen, but it does require effort. So number one, it's the thing I always say, it's plan, plan ahead. Number two, what you said, talk to your kids, get them involved. Number three, decide how you're going to make meals in your home happen, right? Is it meal kits? Is it grocery shopping? Is it... Uh, bulk cooking with neighbors or family? Is it all of the above? Is it one or the other, right? That you, you, you definitely have options. And number four is um, think about what are those quick and easy snacks that you can have in your fridge? And then number five for the kids, the lunch, please take my or consider my advice that a starch, protein, vegetable and fruit needs to be included. Boom. I love it. Yeah, I love it. And those are, those are attainable, easy, little tips, tricks, and advice to follow. Like it's not hard, you know, Corby Sue, Oh, always a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me on the show tonight. You are amazing. And uh, we keep saying this, we got to get in the kitchen together. We do. You need to come to the garden, grab some cherry tomatoes. Let's do it. 
Oh my gosh. And then let's do the roasting of the cherry tomatoes. Let's do it. Let's put it on do the, it. <laughs> on a beautiful focaccia and some goat cheese and oh my god oh. and some wine okay yes. like, okay it's done it's right. done. okay so, so I'll be there everyone in an hour. go enjoy your evening Corby <laughs> Sue's coming I'm gonna get the the big flashlights so we can go into the garden right now in the dark love it and <laughs> we will catch you guys later but honestly parents hellofresh.ca game changer trust me try it out for one week that's all I'm asking Try it out for one week and see how much of a difference it makes in reducing your stress levels. Yes. <laughs> reducing that waste and enjoying yummy, delicious foods. Um, have a wonderful Sunday, everyone. We will catch you next week. Again, Corby Sue, thank you for joining us. Mwah. Mwah. And that's it for the parenting show. Have a great Sunday night.